Hey friend, what about that title here this episode? (laughs) I know you're listening because you've thought it. Isn't it easier just to put my kid on the bus? I know that I'm going to be honest, I absolutely have thought it and more so when my kids were little, it's gotten less and less. But most of my friends send their kids to the public school and for 12 years now, we've been swimming upstream. And it doesn't mean that they are negative towards our homeschooling. They might not fully understand it and we're still friends. It doesn't doesn't necessarily matter, but it's just as we're just doing something different. And when you're doing something different, you're swimming upstream. And I do want to tell you, spoiler alert, it does get easier to swim upstream to be doing the opposite or something quite different than what everybody else is doing. It gets easier, but you know what? It also stretches and grows you as a homeschool mom, as a woman as well. So let's dive into this episode 118 of Little My Little Homeschool Podcast. When a homeschool mom wonders, is it easier to just put my kids on the bus instead? Here we go. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Every day you see the bus drive by, or maybe you hear it like me. I think I hear it drive by like three times Maybe it's a little before seven o'clock and within like the seven and eight thirty AM time frame, it drives by three different times, probably for the elementary, middle, and the high school, but in vice versa, the high school is probably picked up first. But you see it drive by, you hear it drive by, and if you're seeing it, you're looking out and you might see the moms waving to their children that they just put on the bus, and then what do they do? They turn around and they walk back home. They might be walking back home alone, or maybe they're walking back home with less kiddos than they actually have in their home. And you're just a slight bit jealous, or maybe more than a slight bit. It's okay. We're all friends here. You can admit, but you're jealous of the break that she's going to get, maybe because she's home alone or because she normally has four or five kids. And now she's down to just the two kids for the day. And you have that twinge feeling of jealousy and you start to say to yourself, I wonder, I wonder what that would be like. I wonder if, Ooh, I bet you she could do this and she could do that, that I'm not doing. And I'm going to tell you from my own experience, I can vividly remember, I have memories. I can see myself even where I was sitting when I was having these thoughts of just thinking to myself, how many more years do I have until I get a break when I was in the midst of many busy full days with three kids that were the age of five and under. And I think back now and I kind of chuckle a little bit because it was definitely God who called me to homeschool. And I never literally never got that break that I was counting down to. And it's turned out okay. And maybe you're listening to this episode and you're like, I'm not really jealous. I have always wanted to homeschool my kiddos. I love it. I am so excited for you. And I hope 
that I'm, I'm praying and hoping, and my kids say it now, that someday when they are older and married and have children, that they want to homeschool their kids too. So I feel like that's a good accomplishment. I'm going to give myself like a tiny little pat on the back that that's at least the fruit of what we've come to. But I recall exactly how, how it can feel to wonder about that and would it be easier. And like I said, if this isn't something that is particularly a struggle for you, that's amazing. Keep listening so that you can then speak into and you can encourage moms who are experiencing this, who are going through these feelings and the wonderings and they just need support and help to be able to get through the difficult days and the difficult years until they can kind of hit that sweet spot. I promise you there's a sweet spot coming. And I'm just going to tell you the main point right here, just straight out of the gate here. Here's my main point I want to make with you here today. Yes, it could be easier. I'm even going to say easier in quotes here, easier in the short term, but what do you want long-term right there? That's what we're going to focus on. I want you to scribble that down, write that down. Yes, it can be easier right now in the short term to get that break, to put my kiddos on the bus. But what do I, what do I feel God calling us to? What does my husband and I, what do we want in the long term? What is that vision for our family and for our children? That's what we need to stay focused on. So what do I mean when I say easier now? This is what I mean. Yeah, it would be easier now to be home alone or to be home with less kids. You'd have time to clean. You could work on some projects that you've been eyeing up that maybe even you have a whole list of supplies and things and the process in order to do the project. Or you could work maybe inside or outside of the home. You could take on a part-time job or full-time job. You know what else would be easier than what you would get? There'd be some silence in your home. Just like that. Did you hear that silence? You probably don't hear that very much in your home. I still don't hear that silence very much either. But you'd get a break, even if it's just for a few hours a day. Now, I'm not saying that anyone who gets this, who gets the silence or gets to work on the projects or work from home outside of the home or time to clean, time to just kind of take a break. I'm not saying that those moms or anybody who has that in their life, that there's anything bad about them. I'm speaking to you. And you are either a homeschool mom or you are a soon-to-be homeschool mom. So just know I'm not throwing any shade on anyone that has chosen something different. I am speaking specifically to homeschool moms here and how we can have that twinge of jealousy and we could look at the benefits and the pros and the good things that we can get right now in this day and in this school year. Some other things that we wouldn't have to face. You ready for this? If you put your kiddos on the bus sent them to public school instead of homeschooling, there would be no drama in your house from math lessons. Okay, you still have homework and there might be a little bit of drama, but there will be less and you would not have that responsibility uh, for teaching them the next concept and to just, you wouldn't have that, like, I guess legally also, you don't have that requirement. And we're able to then, if our kiddos are, we put them on the bus, we're able to compartmentalize a bit more we have our daytime and this is what we do. And then they come home and we can compartmentalize that, those different things. Now for us as homeschool moms, it's a whole big lump of mush sometimes, right? Even though I do speak and I say, you know, take these in blocks at times, have your homeschool time, have your afternoon time and have some focus for those areas. But the education part especially would be more compartmentalized. They would go to school and be taught and then they come home and just have to do some review. And yes, there might be some drama, but Overall, you're not holding that responsibility as much. However, and here's my big but, (laughs) 
I didn't, but with one T. <laughs> but easier isn't always best for your family. And you know that. The reward is in the long-term vision and all of the days and the weeks and the months and the years that get you to that vision. And if you're like, what vision? I don't have a vision. All of my mamas that are in Clarify Your Homeschool are nodding their head and saying, yep, I know exactly what she's talking about. I know my vision. I know my steps in order to get there. And if you're like, help, I don't know what, what are you talking about, Lee? Girl, go head over to clarifyyourhomeschool.com and we'll get you onto that path and you'll know the vision. You'll have that figured out. No more muddied waters, no more knowing where you're going and just kind of winging it and basically like throwing spaghetti at the wall and saying, okay, we'll do this this year and this next year. Everything is cohesive. You have that vision and that's what you're working towards. So now let's just assume that we've gotten to that point. You have a vision. You know the steps that are going to take you there. You have short-term goals. You maybe have some long-term goals as well. And you're working towards meeting those goals. Those goals can have to do with your family overall. I specifically want moms and parents to concentrate and focus on goals of character and their morality and how they relate to others because that is going to serve them so much more. And that's really is, it's more important than whether they get to high levels of math or whether they get into some high level of English or whatever, whatever subjects it is, it's more important, their character and having that vision. I really love when visions include that because I think it's really important and integral. And it really is what's the driving force behind, behind it all, behind choosing your curriculum, choosing how you spend your time, choosing the resources that you use and the people that you interact with and where you and how you spend your time. Homeschool overall, though, we know this, it takes resolve, it takes determination, and it takes self-discipline among a whole host of other things. But let's focus on those. Resolve, you have decided, I am going to homeschool. There's nothing that's going to sway me from this decision. This is important, and I'm going to do this from this day forward. And that's it. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what happens in the world. This is what we're going to do. And that follows into determination. You're determined, and this is more so I think of determination in a day-by-day. It's a day-by-day decision to say, I'm determined to be the homeschool mom that I need to be. I can be the wife that I need to be and allow God to work in my character. And in those moments of clarity and working on your vision, you figured out what are the best ways to focus your time and attention today, this very day, and you focus in on that and are determined to reach those goals. So if you're like, I don't know what that means with homeschool, let's just kind of equate it to something else. Say you decide that you want to get into shape. You want to, you're just feeling, you're feeling kind of flubby. You're feeling a little dumpy and we all have felt like that. <laughs> and you decided like, this is it. I'm, I'm done. I have resolved that I am going to take charge of my health and I am going to work on my body and take care of it, nourish it and move it in a way that, that helps and benefits it. Then you're determined every single day. You have a plan, a course of action. Like I'm going to work on, out on these days. I'm going to take walks on these days. I'm going to uh, watch what I'm eating and I'm going to be careful about that. I'm going to nourish and fill my body and fuel it well. And so every day it takes a determination. And this third thing that I mentioned is self-discipline. It takes self-discipline then if you're trying to transform your body. So I'll give you an example. Today, I just went and did some running around to some local farms. I go get 
our raw milk and I pick up maybe fruits and veggies, just different produce and eggs. And I drive past probably three Dunkin' Donuts. And I'm not necessarily a coffee drinker, but if you put enough cream and sugar in it, I can down coffee like there is no tomorrow. And the caffeine doesn't typically affect me that day. It's usually like a building up effect if I do it for a couple of days. So I know it could be four o'clock in the afternoon and I can get some supersized, huge coffee drink from Dunkin' Donuts or some coffee shop down that and I will be fine to sleep that night. But I have some definite fitness goals right now and some things that I'm just working on in my body and with my body and it's 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 working and so I have to tell myself as I drive past each one of those just self-discipline nope keep on driving you're not hungry you're not thirsty go and do this running around and go home and if you still feel like you want some type of yummy coffee thing I can go home and make it. I can make it with some organic coffee I have at home. I can put my raw milk in it. I can put my maple syrup in it. And it's actually much better for me than whatever it is I'm going to pick up at Dunkin' Donuts. Okay, so that's working out and exercising and taking care of our body and taking taking a step and saying, you know what, I'm, I'm tired of feeling like this. I'm going to make these changes. So how did we then Let's talk now. In, so now that you have that picture in your mind, you can picture that because we've all been there. We've all done that. <laughs> and we know exactly how that process goes. What does that look like when it comes to homeschool? It means that you have your resolve. You have decided, you and your husband, your family, this is the path you're on. We are long-term homeschoolers. It doesn't matter what anybody says. It doesn't matter what the government says. It doesn't matter whatever situations. This is what we're do- going to do. We're, we're resolved to carry this through and to see it through all the way through to graduating and launching our youngest child. And then we can break that down into day by day. And you wake up with a determination to carry through and follow through. Maybe you've decided there are certain character traits you want to work on with your family, or maybe you've decided, you know, I really want us to bond together. What are some things we can do that we can bond together over? Maybe it's books. Maybe it's taking field trips. Maybe it's going on hikes. Maybe it's service projects. And you are determined today, I am going to do these couple things or even just one thing that I have decided beforehand that is going to help us reach that goal. And no matter what else happens today, that I am determined that we are going to accomplish that. And I'm going to do it in a way that has a smile on my face and that I'm not going to let the little things that can go wrong. We all know the little things, the temper tantrums and you know, I forgot this toy I wanted to bring. We're not going to let that take us down and we're going to have a positive attitude about it. Then comes the self-discipline because a lot of us moms are, we don't have like day by day oversight. If you work in an office, you might have a boss kind of keeping an eye on you, whether a lot, whether they're a micromanager or they're not. When we are a homeschool mom, we're really only accountable to ourselves to our husband and to maybe the school district that we have to submit some information to. But in the nitty gritty, it's only you. We are only responsible to ourselves. Yes, we're responsible to God and we have, and he holds us accountable. We are accountable to him, but we're the only one that are going, that are going to know if we have practiced self-discipline in those moments when your kiddo is throwing a fit for the 10th time today about something that doesn't need you are like, it doesn't need to be thrown a fit about and you take the time to get to the deeper root issue. Okay, so homeschool takes resolve, determination and self discipline. And the result 
of those couple of things and a whole myriad of everything else that you'll experience, whether you are only, I don't say only, not really only, but you're only homeschooling five years as opposed to like someone who homeschools like 35 years. That's only can apply to that. (laughs) We're talking about that range because I know families that have homeschooled for that long. And it's not because they're still homeschooling their 40 year old. It's because the age range of their kiddos, they have a large family and the age range just lends itself. By the time they get done with, they start the oldest and get done with the youngest, it's 35 years. But the result is a stronger character in mom. You will become somebody that you had no idea that you could become. You will have that resolve, determination, and self-discipline, and so many other aspects, especially, let's say, of the fruit of the Spirit. Those things will become very evident in you and through you, and God will work those in you because it's a, it's a process. Homeschooling is one of the... Homeschooling and motherhood in general is a great source of sanctification, am I right? <laughs> but there's also the sweet fruit of these years with your kids you will look back and you will say, I have no regrets in the long-term vision. There are regrets. We all have regrets as moms, as people. We regret losing our temper. We regret thinking something negatively. We regret not doing something we should have done or doing something not in the way we should have done. So we're going to have regrets as we're going along and we should allow those to shape and mold us into better homeschool moms. But long-term, you will have no regrets. I promise you this. The fruit of all these years, you will look back, whether it's five years, whether it's 35 years, and you'll say, I have no regret sacrificing the free time, sacrificing the silence, sacrificing the break, because those things will come. You will get the free time. You will get some breaks. You will get some silence. You will be able to work on those projects or get all the reading in that you want to do or take that job that you have wanted to do or work from home, whatever it is, you will get to that point. And that is really the, that's why I'm doing this now. I felt God calling me into something, into a further step because I could not have done this even just two, three years ago, the podcast and having the Facebook group and helping moms and just all the things that go along with it and clarify your homeschool. I would not have had the time or the space, or even the the headspace to be able to do such a thing. And I'm glad that I didn't try because it would have taken from my family. I have no regrets of taking all that time and just pouring into them. And my relationships with them are all the better and all the more sweet. And the fact that I can do this now, I don't take that lightly or for granted. The fact that I do have a few hours in my day, which I did not have for the previous, so my oldest is... 20. So probably really only in the past year, year and a half. So 18 and a half years, I didn't have, I didn't have the bandwidth, even the space, the time to do it. And so there is a time later on and you will not be too old. And if you think you're too old or that you will be too old, then you're calling me old and let's not do that. Okay. (laughs) Oldest numbers are just, it's just a number. The age is just a number. It's how you're kind of feeling, right? But there is no, you're not going to have any regrets. I absolutely promise you, you won't. You'll forget about all of those times where you wished you had some moments and some time alone. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't take some time alone or you shouldn't maybe get out a little bit or have a babysitter come over and you can run some errands. I'm not saying those things. We're talking about the big overall picture of homeschooling that yes, it would be, we'll say easier in the short term to go down to the bus stop and put your kids on the bus 
but we are focused on the long term and it's all the more sweeter. And it's just, I, I love homeschooling. I'm just going to end on that and say, I love homeschooling. If you are like, okay, I need more in depth. I need more information. I'm going to drop some different episodes in the show notes. Go ahead and listen to those. They'll offer you some more encouragement and some tangible step, uh, step-by-step and just tons of information I have out here. We're on like what, episode 118? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but if you would like to have me pop into your email inbox and hear directly from me, let me let so I can let you know when episodes uh, are out, when there's new ones and just whatever else is going on with me and little by little homeschool go ahead and check out the link in the show notes. You can sign up for the email list and that'll come straight to you. But thanks for listening today, friend. And let's just stay the long, keep our long-term vision, stay the course. I promise you, it is absolutely worth it. Thanks for listening today to Little by Little Homeschool Podcast. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.